Thank you, choir, and thank you for the excellent leadership of Nina. Thank you. some service I was sitting uh, because we don't have enough uh, seats I sit over there and then while we are singing uh, give thanks uh, I was uh, looking at the congregation members and I've been with them for 30 years and then uh, all kinds of uh, good memories and then I gave thank, uh, thanks to God and here too some of you I've known not only 30 years more than uh, 30 years and we've been together and there's lots of good, uh, good memories. And I really thank you for the community where we come together, support each other, pray for each other, and encourage each other, and comfort each other. And how wonderful that is. We gather together and as brothers and sisters in Christ, and we uh, build this community together. And today's uh, wonderful Thanksgiving Sunday. So that is something that, I'd like to thank. We realize that life is not that uh, easy. I think most of us will say that life is not that easy. It is quite challenging. We face many problems and challenges. And these challenges, uh, unfortunately, don't come by one at a time. They come all at once. It's like a rhythm. You know, there are some time, you know, the peaceful time. There's no problem. Life is pretty peaceful and good. But soon that goes, uh, that disappears and then storm comes. And one after another, it's like a job. The problems came one after another. So it's, I, I feel that. I mean, as a pastor, I've seen a lot of that. And. Even death comes in rhythm. Death never comes. So I, t I tell my uh, staff, death comes in three. One a congregation member uh, passed away. Soon I hear about uh, several deaths. For a while, I don't hear any uh, stories of death, but soon I hear. It's like a rhythm, come and go. And problems are like that too. If they come one at a time, one a week, one a month or so, then we are ready to handle and tackle. But when it comes all at once, it is pretty difficult to deal with our problems. So I realize that it is very, very hard to maintain joy, happiness, and peace at all times. I mean, once in a while, being joyful is easy. But keeping the joy, peace, and happiness all the time is quite challenging. It's almost impossible, very difficult. Our circumstances don't allow that for us. We often more, I mean, instead of feeling joyful and happy, more often we feel very heavy, dark, and even overwhelming. Especially in this uh, uh, pandemic period, we uh, go through a lot of this uh, dark time. We have a dark cloud over our head. We are anxious and worries and anxieties oppress us. And there's more depression uh, going on. 
I mean, we can identify with the author of Ecclesiastes. Probably he felt the same thing uh, during his life. So when he reads his confession, we can see uh, how difficult his life was. Vanity of vanities, says the teacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. What do people gain from all the toil at which they toil under the sun? Pretty pessimistic. Very difficult time uh, he had. I saw all the deeds that are done under the sun and see all is vanity and a chasing after wind. What is crooked cannot be made straight and what is lacking cannot be counted. No matter what we do, sometimes we feel like our life is not going any better we don't feel like our life is going anywhere. We don't get any happier. Sometimes we feel uh, that, you know, there's nothing that I can do and then life is uh, not going to get any better. There's nothing that really gives us real joy. The only thing that we gain is weight, our weight, and worries and anxieties. They, they not only affect our mood, but is, they also affect our health. Worry, worries have become a part of our life. It's almost like habitual. It, it, it is ingrained within us. But sometimes, you know, you catch yourself sighing automatically. Like, like you sigh, you worry habitually, automatically. And Jesus said today, do not worry about your life. That's what Jesus said. I don't know how beautiful that is. A simple sentence, do not worry, but it is so powerful. It penetrates into our soul. Do not Worry. You know, while preparing the sermon, I mean, what rational can I give for not worrying? And then I was reading and then reading and reading and all the worries are useless and all, all kinds of things I was thinking about. But all of a sudden, this sentence comes to me. Do not worry. I didn't need to ask why. The why question is not needed anymore. As soon as I hear that, do not worry, that worry disappeared. Jesus' sentence answered my question. So we don't even need to ask why. Do not worry. That is a powerful statement. Worry has no power over us anymore when we hear that very clearly. Sometimes you will hear this voice. Do not worry from the inside. You will hear, do not worry. And when we hear that, we don't need to ask why because the worries are already gone from you. Even though we have many, many reasons to worry, somehow we don't need to, we don't have to worry. I think that's what Prophet Habakkuk experienced in his life. This is what he said. 
Though the fig tree does not blossom and no fruit is on the vines, though the produce of the olive fails and the fields yield no fruit, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there is no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt in the God of my salvation. You can see that. He rejoices not because he had good reasons for doing so. Not because he has so much that he, doesn't, uh, he didn't have to worry. The fig tree did not blossom. No fruit was on the vines. The producer of the olive failed. The fields yielded no food. The flock was cut off from the fold. There was no herd in the stalls. So he had many reasons not to rejoice, but to worry. But he rejoiced because of the Lord. Because of the God of salvation. Maybe you have many reasons to worry. If you don't have many reasons uh, uh, to worry, well, be thankful. But many of us have many reasons to worry. We worry about our health. We worry about our psychological uh, problems, mental health. Just yesterday, I had a long email about somebody's uh, mental health and then asked for help. Out of blue, I got this email from a friend that I haven't seen for a long time. And there are some people who are really struggling with their jobs and financial security. And also there are people who are struggling with family members who are going through uh, health problems, difficulties, and uh, relational problems, and uh, all kinds of things come all, came all at once. We worry about future, unknown future, Uncertainties of future. And sometimes we even, I don't know, uh, maybe you're too young, but uh, sometimes we even worry about death. Too much thinking sometimes doesn't help. But Jesus tells us not to worry. Not because we have reasons not to worry, but because of God. God will take care of us. His strong hand holds us tight. That's why we don't worry. As God takes care of the birds of the air, God will take care of us, our needs, what we necessarily need to have. As God clothes the lilies of the field and made them beautiful, God will make our life beautiful. What we need all we need is a dwelling God. Don't depend on anything else. Just dwell in God. Right after Jesus said, not to worry, that's why he said this. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. All these things will be given to you as well. Just strive for the kingdom of God. Just stay in God. Just focus on God. And God will provide everything that you need. St. Paul also said, do not worry about anything. 
But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. They, nobody gives really reasons for you not to worry. Simply, God will take care of you. So do not worry. It is God who will guard our hearts and minds. When we leave all our worries and anxieties, God will guard your hearts and minds. When God, I mean, worries come from our hearts and minds, but when God guards our hearts and minds, then worries cannot enter into our mind. Worries that used to oppress will lose their power. We don't feel the weight of that burden anymore. We become free and the peace that surpasses all understanding will fill our heart. So, not because there are reasons for us to feel peaceful and good reasons not to worry, but because God guards our heart and mind, we don't worry anymore. We have peace. Our circumstances may be exactly the same. Don't you experience that sometimes? Your circumstances are exactly the problem. You still have relational problems. You still have a problem with school. You still have a problem with your health and all uh, with your family. All the circumstances are still the same, but one day, you somehow, everything will be all right. It will be all right. Don't you feel that? Sometimes you get that. Where did, you, where did it come from? There's no specific reason for you to feel that way, but you feel it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. You have this peace in your heart, not because you have reasons. My friends, our brain always looks for reasons either to worry or not to worry. So if there are reasons to worry, the brain tells us to worry. And if there's no reason, then brain tells us not to worry. For example, you have a, you have a stomach ache for uh, two weeks, three, three weeks, several weeks. And then you worry because you have reasons to worry. And then you go to a doctor and the doctor tells you, uh, they, they do all kinds of tests. And you're fine. Nothing is wrong. Then you don't worry because brain uh, finds reasons not to worry. But brain doesn't understand the peace that is in our heart. Brain doesn't understand. When the heart is peaceful without any reasons, the brain doesn't understand. And that moment, our heart governs, dominates our brain. Controls our brain, not brain controlling our heart. The peace of God comes to our that's why St. Paul said, peace of God that surpasses understanding. The peace of God that surpasses brain. With your brain, you can never overcome your worries and anxieties. No matter how smart you are, you can never overcome your worries and anxieties. When you have that peace in your then the uh, prophet Habakkuk's confession becomes possible. 
even though we have nothing to rejoice, I rejoice because of God. Because of God. When worries flood into your soul and worries threaten you and oppress you, listen to what Jesus said. Do not worry. God will sustain you. God is our shield, our refuge, and our fortress. So the psalmist confessed this. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me, hoping God? For I shall again praise him, my help. As a minister, one thing that is very difficult, that was difficult right from the beginning was unpredictability. I mean, if it is computer or job, I mean, you can control. But people, you can't control. Anytime something can uh, come up, anytime, even at night, and it doesn't matter when, never, you can never be peaceful because of reasons. But somehow, now, I learned the secret of being peaceful and leaving everything in God's hand. When we are free from our worries, we can restore the joy of life. That is not something that you can buy with money. The joy and peace you cannot buy that with money. What is that movie? I think Squid Game told us you can never buy that with money. It's a sensation everywhere, even here. This is something that the world can never give you. Don't be fooled. Don't be blind. The world can never give you that peace and joy. Doesn't, doesn't matter how much you pretend that you have joy and peace. The world cannot give you, period. This is what Jesus said. Peace, I live with you. My peace, I give to you. I did not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. Only God can give you that peace. When we are free from our worries, we become free and anger goes away from us and our heart will overflow with thanksgiving. When worries fill your heart and a dark cloud is over your head, I pray that you hear what Jesus said. Do not worry about your life. There is a power in these words. There is a message hidden that God will take care of you. These words will help you. So my friends, I don't have any rational reasons to give you not to worry. Only thing that I 
I'll tell you, do not worry. That's all, that's my answer. That's what I realized. I tried to look for answers, but there were no answers. Just do not worry. When you have things that you worry, I want you to write them down on your notebook and have a big, huge line in between. And on the left, write down what you can do. And on the right, write down what you cannot do. What you can do, do it. What you cannot do, leave it in God's hands. Your life will be fine. God will take care of what you cannot do. Don't even try to do what you cannot do. That will make you more worried. Tomorrow, you cannot do anything about it. Leave it in God's hands. Live our life today with thanksgiving. Rejoice. Doesn't matter whether you have uh, oxes and cows in the barn or not. Rejoice. That's what we gotta do. Every moment, rejoice. And God will provide what you need. Learn that secret in your life. You will have lots of energy left to live, to do other things that you can do. Let's sing together.